Hello, this is Liam from the Naughtiest Naughty. Remember me? Yeah, I know. How crazy. It's been a while. We're very sorry. We're also not sorry, though, because life gets in the way and the podcast has been difficult to uh, arrange. It takes a lot of time. We never want to do anything that's uh, half arse. We don't want to phone it in. If we're going to do it, we want to do it properly. Um, hopefully you appreciate that when we do it, we do it properly and we don't just turn up half-cocked and just sort of blah it out. Uh, However, for April Fool's Day, I thought I'd make light of the fact that we haven't done anything for a while. There's been an appetite. Thank you to everyone who's messaged in. I can't believe people have been messaging as as often as they have, asking where the podcast has been. We're really grateful. We're glad people remember us and are looking forward to us coming back. I thought I would kind of, because I'm evil, I thought I would play a little joke. Um, And for 12 hours from midnight until midday on April the 1st, I decided I would play a little joke and um, I'd upload what looked like an episode. Obviously now that time has passed and if you're listening to this, it means that midday has come and gone, which means that April Fool's Day, you have to reveal your joke, otherwise the joke's on you. I mean, the joke is on us because it always is. We don't take life terribly seriously. That's fine. But you've got to abide by the rules of April Fool's Day. I'm a stickler for the rules. Um, So yeah, what you're about to hear, if you didn't hear it um, during the April Fool's period, uh, if you did hear it during then, you know what you know what it was. If or if you didn't listen to the whole thing, I wouldn't blame you. It wasn't really meant to be listened to in full. It's just a little joke. But I'll tell you what the joke was. Uh, I didn't want to do. The, uh, I'll say again. I didn't want to do the episode on my own. Um, it's been difficult to find time to do it with Scott. Uh, so I decided that I wouldn't do. I, I wouldn't do it either. Well, like, it's like a union, it's solidarity. If he doesn't do it, I don't do it. So I hired somebody else to do it. AI. Yes. What you're about to hear is what would happen if we enlisted AI to do an episode of The Naughtiest Naughty. Hopefully, if you do listen to this, if... It gives you a great appreciation of just how good what me and Scott do is... Um, because AI doesn't have opinions, um, and because it doesn't have opinions, it means we can't use any music to demonstrate what the song's talking about, because the whole point of playing those little song clips is that it's fair use. That's like a categorization of why we're allowed to use the music, demonstrate what we're talking about, because we give opinion, and that categorizes it as fair use. But because these AIs don't give any opinion and aren't real people, uh, there's there's nothing we can do. So what you're about to hear is 30 minutes <laughs> of uh, an AI talking about the songs that we will be talking about in the episodes when it actually comes out at some point, hopefully soon. Um, it's very dry. It's not really meant to be listened to. It was just a little joke. But if you want to see just what it's like... Um, then feel free. I was making the episode. I had, so what, I'll, t- I'll, I'll go through the process too. Basically, I had an AI website. Uh, I used Deep AI because ChatGPT was the servers are down. So I used Deep AI. I asked it questions. Um, so I started off with, you know, write me an intro for my 
2000s music podcast called The Naughtiest Naughty. I asked for an outro. I asked for its opinion on what was the best song of the noughties for the end, as we would normally do. Um, I asked it about the songs we were talking about. I asked it for opinions. Obviously, I couldn't give them. Um, and it just exposes a little bit of what AI is. Hopefully, it's it's kind of humorous. It kind of also isn't, because if you listen to it, it's just half an hour of like Wikipedia being read out uh, by Google Translate, which is what I used to copy the text into like a speech generator, recorded that. I say edited it, but I didn't really edit it. I just kind of sequenced it together, saved it, exported it, banged it online. I even used an AI for the description of the podcast. I even used AI for the tweet. There's only a couple of things that I did myself, but I'd say like 95% of it in terms of what's said is by AI. Obviously, I had to do all the exporting and stuff, but generally speaking, this is a basically completely AI-generated podcast, and it is probably the worst episode we'll ever do. Um, Yeah, when we come back, you will hear us talking about all of these songs that we're talking about in this episode. I say we... AI is talking about, including Beyonce, Crazy in Love. Hello. What I will say, actually, though, is that if we ever did fancy phoning it in, not that we would do this ever again, but I did find that using the AI did actually give notes for some songs that I wasn't expecting it to. It had notes for every song. And look, sometimes if you Google certain songs, there's just like no notes for them. But it was able to kind of come up with a lot of notes for all of the songs, all nine songs in this episode. And it may be used as a tool in the future for our internal research purposes. But in terms of an actual podcast purely based on AI, it's not very good. So if you want to listen to a not very good episode of Naughty Snorty, then you feel free to. It's here. It's going to start in just a moment. If you want to listen to hundreds, and by that I mean over 100 we haven't got 200 yet, but we've done over 100 episodes of The Naughtiest Naughty with me and Scott, uh, with special guests. We've had Mark from A1, we've had Davina DeCampo, we've had Dr. Neil Fox off the Pepsi chart back in the day. Uh, we had Grove recently with their cover, well, their remix, their kind of, I don't know, re- their, their, their own version of uh, Girls Aloud's Sound of the Underground, which is our current series winner for both of us. Uh, please go and check out the past ones. They're all way better than this. This was purely just a joke because I'm evil. Uh, a bit like technology and AI, if you're that way inclined. It's probably going to be good for some things, but it's not good for, pa- for, ma- for making pop music podcast as you're about to hear, if you're about to hear it. If not, go and listen to another episode of our podcast. Listen to another podcast somebody else's podcast i quite like um conan o'brien needs a friend is a good one i really like a podcast called hollywood handbook um I'm trying to think what else those are two that i'm listening to at the moment the naughtiest story though loads of stuff in the back catalog just scroll down on the app you're on now and there'll be 100 plus episodes of proper podcast this is just a joke and it starts right now and there's no jingles because an AI wouldn't know how, what to do with that. Or maybe it would. Maybe it would. Well, in this instance, it didn't. So, fuck you. <laughs> oh, dear. Welcome to The Naughtiest Naughty, our podcast that takes a deep dive into the world of 2000s pop music. 
We're thrilled to have you join us as we explore and celebrate the naughtiest, most memorable pop anthems of the era. From catchy hooks to infectious beats, we'll bring you insightful and entertaining discussions about the pop songs that defined the 2000s. We hope you enjoy listening to our show as much as we enjoy bringing it to you. Thanks for tuning in and let's get started. The following pieces of music are from the week commencing the 6th of July 2003. First is Beyonce featuring Jay-Z with Crazy in Love. Crazy in Love is a song by American singer Beyonce featuring rapper Jay-Z. It was released on May 18, 2003, as the lead single from her debut solo studio album, Dangerously in Love, 2003. The song was produced by Beyoncé herself along with Rich Harrison. Crazy in Love is a mid-tempo contemporary R&B and funk song that features a prominent horn section and a hip-hop beat. The lyrics describe the euphoric feeling of being in love. with Beyoncé boasting about how her man makes her feel. The song was a critical and commercial success, topping charts in several countries, including the United States and the United Kingdom. It won three Grammy Awards in 2004, including Best R&B Song, Best Rap, Sung Collaboration, and Best Female R&B Vocal Performance. The music video for the song, directed by Jake Nava is considered iconic and features Beyoncé and Jay-Z in various scenes including a dance routine in a parking garage Crazy in Love is widely regarded as one of the defining songs of Beyoncé's career and has since been included in several of her tours and live performances as an AI language model I don't have a personal opinion or emotions to like or dislike any particular song. However, I can provide you with some general information about it. Crazy in Love is widely regarded as one of Beyoncé's most popular and iconic songs, and many people enjoy its catchy melody and upbeat rhythm. It is also recognized as one of the most important songs of the 2000s and a milestone in Beyoncé's career as a solo artist. The song's overall style blends R&B, hip-hop, and pop, and its strong beat. Horns and bass guitar make it a dance floor favorite. The track's accompanying video, featuring Beyoncé's iconic dance routine, has also become a staple of pop culture. Overall, Crazy in Love is considered a classic anthem of romantic love and female empowerment, and its influence extends beyond its initial release in 2003. Next up is S Club 8 with Fool No More. S Club 8, previously known as S Club Juniors, was a British pop group formed in 2001 as a spin-off of the successful pop group S Club 7. One of their hit singles was Fool No More, released on March 22, 2004, as the lead single from their second studio album. Sundown, Fool No More, is a pop and dance track with an upbeat tempo and lively melody. The lyrics describe the aftermath of a failed relationship, with the singer warning her ex-partner that she won't be fooled again. 
The song features strong vocal harmonies from the eight-member group and a catchy chorus that was popular among their target audience of pre-teens and teenagers. The music video for, Fool No More, featured the group in various outdoor and indoor settings, with vivid visuals and bright colors. It became a popular hit on music video channels like, MTV and The Box. While, Fool No More, was not as successful as some of S-Club 8's previous hits. It still managed to reach the top 10 of the UK singles chart, peaking at number 4. The song also charted in other countries, including Ireland, where it reached number 11. As an AI language model, I don't have personal opinions or feelings. However, I can provide you with general information about the song, Fool No More, by S-Club 8. Fool No More, is a catchy pop and dance track with a bubbly melody that is targeted towards a young audience. The song features strong vocal harmonies from the eight-member group and a chorus that is easy to sing along. The music video for the song is colorful, visually engaging, and showcases the group's fun and energetic performance. While, Fool No More, did not attain the same level of success as some of S-Club 8's previous hits. It still managed to chart in several countries and was enjoyed by the group's fans. The song showcases the group's youthful energy and talent for catchy pop songs. And it remains a popular favorite among fans of early 2000s pop music. Next up is 50 Cent with 21 Questions. 21 Questions, is a song by American rapper 50 Cent featuring singer Nate Dogg. It was released on April 29, 2003. As the second single from 50 Cent's debut studio album, Get Rich or Die Tryin', 2003. The song is a mid-tempo hip-hop ballad that features 50 Cent rapping about his love interest and asking her various questions about their relationship. Nate Dogg sings the chorus, adding a soulful touch to the song. The music video for, 21 Questions, depicts 50 Cent as an undercover cop who is trying to protect his love interest from a corrupt police force. It has been praised for its cinematic storyline and emotional depth. The song was a commercial success, reaching number one on the US Billboard Hot 100 and charting in several other countries. It was also critically acclaimed, with many reviewers praising its melody, vocals, and introspection. 21 Questions, is considered one of 50 Cent's signature songs and has been included in several of his tours and live performances. It remains a popular hip-hop classic and is often referenced in popular culture. As an AI language model, I don't have personal opinions or emotions to like or dislike any particular song. However, I can provide you with general information about, 21 Questions, by 50 Cent. 21 Questions, is a hip-hop ballad that showcases 50 Cent's more introspective and emotional side. The song stands out from many of his other tracks as a laid-back and melodic journey into his character's romantic life. The addition of Nate Dogg's soulful vocals adds another layer of depth and feeling to the song, 
making it a standout track in 50 Cent's career. The lyrics of the song are well-crafted and reveal a more vulnerable side of the rapper, as he deals with the complexities of a romantic relationship. The music video's storyline is also a notable aspect of the song, with its cinematic approach and emotional depth. Overall, 21 Questions, is widely regarded as a classic within hip-hop music. And it showcases 50 Cent's versatility as an artist. The song's popularity has endured over the years and continues to be a fan favorite. Next up is Ms. Teak with Can't Get It Back. Ms. Teak, was a British R&B girl group formed in 1999, and, Can't Get It Back, is a single from their second studio album, Eye Candy, released in 2003. The song has a mid-tempo R&B beat with a heavy bass line and features each member of the group taking turns to sing and rap their verses. It has a catchy and soulful melody with a hook that is easy to sing along to. Lyrically, the song is about a woman trying to move on from a past relationship with someone that she regrets letting go. She reflects on the memories they shared and the many different ways in which she is trying to fill the void that has been left behind. The music video for, Can't Get It Back, features the group performing in a variety of colorful sets and wearing a range of stylish outfits. The video is visually stunning, showcasing the group's charisma, dance moves, and excellent vocals. The song was a commercial success reaching number 8 on the UK singles chart. It was also well received critically, earning praise for its catchy and infectious melody and strong vocals from the group members. Ms. Teak was a trailblazer for UK R&B music. And the track remains a classic example of the distinctive sound. As an AI language model, I don't have personal opinions or emotions to like or dislike any particular song. However, I can provide you with general information about, Can't Get It Back, by Ms. Teak. Can't Get It Back, is a mid-tempo R&B song that showcases Ms. Teak's distinctive sound and style. The song's catchy and soulful melody, combined with each group member's strong vocals, makes it a standout track from their second studio album, Eye Candy. Lyrically, the song explores themes related to a past relationship, and the accompanying music video features the group's dynamic choreography, combined with colorful sets and stylish outfits. The song was a commercial success in the UK, where it reached number 8 on the UK singles chart. It highlights Ms. Teak's position as a pioneer in the UK R&B music scene and their ability to produce infectious and dynamic R&B tracks. Overall, Can't Get It Back, remains a fan favorite. Known for its catchy hook, soulful melody, and the unique style and charisma of the Ms. Teak members. Next up, from the week commencing the 13th of July 2003 is Madonna with Hollywood. Hollywood, is a song performed by American singer Madonna. It was released as the second single from her ninth studio album, American Life, on July 14, 2003.
The song was written and produced by Madonna, Merwise Ahmadzai, and Hardy, Indigo, Muanza. Hollywood is an electronic and dance pop track, which satirizes Hollywood's obsession with fame and celebrity culture. Its upbeat tempo and catchy synth beats make it an instant hit that established Madonna's position as a master of dance pop. The song's satirical lyrics and Madonna's biting wit rendered it one of her more humorous tracks at the time. The music video for, Hollywood, parodies various movie genres, including horror, action, and westerns. Additionally, Various female pop icons are featured in the video like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Missy Elliott, and others. All of whom Madonna has collaborated with or been pitted against in the press. The video's humorous storyline displays Madonna's playful side. Contributing to the song's popularity and cultural significance. Commercially, the song was a hit charting in several countries, including the UK, US, Canada, and Australia. It reinforced Madonna's status as a leading pop diva and established, American Life, as yet another successful album in her illustrious career. As an AI language model, I don't have personal opinions or emotions to like or dislike any particular pop song. However, I can provide you with general information about, Hollywood, by Madonna. Hollywood, is an upbeat, electronic dance pop track that satirizes celebrity culture and its obsession with fame. The song features catchy synth beats and humorous lyrics that make it one of Madonna's more playful tracks. The song's music video further emphasizes its satirical tone, showcasing Madonna's mastery of pop culture imagery and humor. Commercially, Hollywood, was widely successful, charting in several countries and further reinforcing Madonna's position as a leading pop diva. The song is a testament to Madonna's continued relevance in the music industry and her ability to evolve her sound while maintaining her trademark wit and charisma. Overall, Hollywood, remains a fan favorite and is celebrated for its catchy melody, clever lyrics, and Madonna's dynamic presence. It is a classic example of Madonna's contribution to the development of dance pop music, and it continues to be a fixture in her live performances and tours. Next up is Pink with Feel Good Time. Feel Good Time, is a song by American singer Pink featuring William Orbit. It was released on June 20, 2003, as the lead single from the soundtrack of the film, Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle, 2003. The song was written by Beck, William Orbit, and Dirt McGirt. Feel Good Time, is a dance pop song with a funky and upbeat rhythm. It features Pink's energetic vocals and William Orbit's signature electronic sound. The lyrics describe the exuberant feeling of letting go and having a good time, perfectly fitting the theme of the film. The music video for, Feel Good Time, features Pink dressed in a variety of colorful and eccentric outfits, dancing and performing in different settings.
The video's frenetic energy and vibrant colors encapsulate the fun and playful atmosphere of the song. The song was a commercial success, reaching the top 10 in several countries, including the UK and Australia. Additionally, it received positive reviews from critics, who praised its infectious melody and danceable rhythm. Overall, Feel Good Time is a lively and upbeat song that showcases Pink's incredible talents as a performer and her ability to create enduring pop anthems. It remains a classic example of early 2000s dance pop and a testament to Pink's lasting impact on the music industry. As an AI language model, I don't have personal opinions or emotions to like or dislike any particular song. However, I can provide you with general information about Feel Good Time by Pink featuring William Orbit. Feel Good Time is a lively and upbeat dance pop track that perfectly captures the essence of the film, Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle. Pink's powerful vocals and William Orbit's unique electronic sound create an infectious melody that energizes listeners and puts them in a good mood. The music video for Feel Good Time is equally impressive, with bright colors and fast-paced movement that evoke the playful and fun spirit of the song. Pink's unique style and vibrant presence are on full display, making it a fan favorite. Feel Good Time was a commercial success and reached the top 10 of several international music charts. With critics praising its catchy rhythm and overall feel-good vibe. Overall, the song has become a defining track in Pink's career and a testament to her ability to create infectious and enduring pop music. Next up is Javine with Real Things. Real Things is a song by British recording artist Javine, taken from her debut studio album, Surrender, 2004. The single was released on the 22nd of March 2004 and became a top 10 hit in the UK, peaking at number 4 on the UK singles chart. Real Things is an upbeat R&B influenced pop song that features Javine's powerful vocals against a catchy melody and a driving beat. Lyrically, the song is about a woman who wants a relationship with someone real and genuine rather than someone who is just pretending. The music video for Real Things features Javine backed up by a troupe of male dancers, showcasing Javine's sultry dance moves and her magnetic stage presence. Real Things was Javine's breakthrough hit and propelled her to fame in the UK music scene. The song's success led to Javine being nominated for the prestigious Brit Award for Best British Female Solo Artist in 2005, highlighting her talent and growing popularity. Overall, Real Things remains a fan favorite and a classic example of early 2000s pop R&B. It showcases Javine's strong vocals, stage presence, and talent as a songwriter cementing her place in the UK music industry. As an AI language model, I don't have personal opinions or emotions to like or dislike any particular song. However, 
I can provide you with general information about real things by Javine. Real Things is a powerful and energetic pop R&B track that showcases Javine's vocal talent and magnetic stage presence. The song features a catchy melody and driving beat that make it a fan favorite and a hit on UK charts. The song's lyrics are relatable and emphasize the importance of authentic connections in romantic relationships, leaving a lasting impression on listeners. The music video further emphasizes Javine's talent as a performer, featuring an array of dances and dynamic choreography. Overall, Real Things is a defining track in Javine's career that established her credibility as a rising talent in the UK music industry. The song's success, coupled with Javine's growing popularity, cemented her status as a leading voice in the pop R&B genre. Next up is Eminem with Business. Business is a song by American rapper Eminem, released on June 21, 2003, as the fourth single from his fourth studio album, The Eminem Show, 2002. The song was written and produced by Eminem and Dr. Dre. Business is an energetic and aggressive hip-hop track that features Eminem's trademark rapid-fire verses and clever wordplay. The song's lyrics focus on Eminem's determination to succeed in the rap industry and his willingness to take risks to achieve that success. The music video for Business features Eminem and his entourage traveling around the world, staying in fancy hotels, and living the lifestyle of successful rappers. The video showcases Eminem's larger than life persona and his growing influence and popularity. Business was a commercial success, reaching the top 10 on several music charts worldwide, including the UK and US Billboard Hot 100. It received positive reviews from critics, who praised Eminem's lyrical prowess and his ability to maintain his biting wit and edgy persona. Overall, Business remains a fan favorite and a classic example of Eminem's unique style and lyrical talent. The song solidified Eminem's status as a leading voice in hip-hop and helped to establish his lasting legacy in the music industry. As an AI language model, I don't have personal opinions or emotions to like or dislike any particular song. However, I can provide you with general information about Business by Eminem. Business is an upbeat and aggressive hip-hop track that showcases Eminem's unique style and lyrical talent. The song's energetic beat, combined with Eminem's rapid-fire delivery and clever wordplay, make it a fan favorite and a classic example of Eminem's work. Lyrically, the song reflects Eminem's hunger for success and his willingness to take risks to achieve his goals. The song's music video further emphasizes Eminem's larger-than-life persona and his growing influence and popularity. Commercially, Business was a success, reaching the top 10 of several international music charts and solidifying Eminem's status as a leading voice in hip-hop.
The song's critical acclaim further highlights Eminem's importance as a trailblazer and innovator in the hip-hop genre. Overall, Business, remains a memorable and impactful track in Eminem's career. Showcasing his exceptional lyrical talent and unique personality. It continues to be celebrated as a fan favorite and a timeless example of Eminem's contribution to hip-hop music. Finally, Him Marsh with Come On Over. Come On Over, is a song by the British singer and actress Kim Marsh, released as a single on June 23, 2003. Marsh is best known as a member of the UK pop group Here's E, which formed in 2000. The song was the lead single from Marsh's debut solo album, Standing Tall, 2003. Come On Over, is an up-tempo pop song with an infectious melody and an upbeat rhythm, featuring Marsh's strong vocals and a catchy hook. Lyrically, it's about wanting to spend time with someone and encourages them to follow their heart and take a chance. The music video for, Come On Over, features Marsh performing the song with a troupe of dancers in various settings, showcasing her dynamic stage presence and talent as a performer. Come On Over, was a moderate commercial success, reaching the top 10 in the UK charts and earning positive reviews from music critics. It's widely regarded as a standout track on Marsh's debut album and a testament to her vocal talent and growing popularity as a solo artist. Overall, Come On Over, is a classic example of up-tempo pop music and established Kim Marsh as a credible solo artist with an exciting career ahead of her. As an AI language model, I do not have personal opinions or emotions to like or dislike any specific song. However, I can provide you with general information about, Come On Over, by Kim Marsh. Come On Over, is an energetic pop track that showcases Kim Marsh's vocal range and dynamic stage presence. The song's catchy beat, combined with Marsh's strong vocals and the infectiously catchy chorus, has made it a fan favorite and a memorable release from Marsh. The music video for, Come On Over, showcases Marsh's charisma and performance abilities, with dynamic choreography and vibrant visuals. Commercially, the song was a success, reaching the top 10 of the UK charts, and it was praised by critics for its catchy melody and upbeat energy. Overall, Come On Over, is a classic example of early 2000 pop music and demonstrates Kim Marsh's talent as a singer and performer. It remains a fan favorite and is celebrated for its lasting legacy in the UK pop scene. As an AI language model, I cannot have personal opinions, emotions, or judge creativity, hence I cannot tell you which song was the best of the 2000s. The concept of a best song is highly subjective and varies from person to person. However, the 2000s produced a vast array of classic and memorable songs across a range of genres, including pop, rock, hip-hop, and R&B, that continue to be widely celebrated and enjoyed today. As an AI language model, I do not have personal opinions, 
emotions or celebrate holidays like April Fool's Day. However, I can provide you with general information about the holiday. April Fool's Day, which is celebrated on April 1st annually, is traditionally a day for practical jokes and hoaxes. On this day, people play funny pranks on one another or publish fake news articles or posts. The origins of the holiday are somewhat unknown. But it is believed to be linked to ancient festivals that celebrated the changing of the seasons in the Northern Hemisphere. While April Fool's Day is a light-hearted and fun celebration, it's important to be mindful of the pranks played and avoid causing harm or distress to others. In recent years, some people have called for a more mindful approach to the day, focusing on kindness, sincerity, and respect over trickery and practical jokes. Thank you for tuning into our podcast about 2000s pop music. It was a pleasure sharing our love for the iconic pop hits that defined a generation. We hope you enjoyed listening to our insights and reflections on the music of that era. We appreciate your support and we look forward to bringing you more exciting topics in the future. Until next time, take care and keep listening to great music.